Welcome to Get Connected with Bishop Israel Ade Ajala. We welcome you today, and we appreciate you joining us live on Facebook, on KLTT Online, and on 670 AM KLTT, and to our listening audience on KLDC Online, and on 1220 AM KLDC. For those viewing on Facebook, Please share this message with others so that they too can be blessed. We invite you to call in or email us your prayer requests. To call in, you may call 720-859-1737. And to email us, you may email info at kcconline.org. Now, let's get ready to hear the word of faith. Here is Bishop Ajala. You know, we have this song we always sing, which is a hymn. And it says, Onward Christian soldiers, marching as to war, with the cross of Jesus going on before. It says, Onward then ye people, join our happy throne, blend with Ours, your voices in the triumph song. Glory, praise, and honor unto Christ the King. These through countless ages, men and angels sing. The words of this song is what came to my heart very early this week as I was thinking about, you know, the dimension or the direction God wants to take us. And I come to announce to you that in the name of Jesus, despite all that has happened, God will say to you, God is going to say to you, God is going to say to your home, is going to say to your, your, your finances, is going to say to your health, you will not die struggling. I want us to look at a particular scripture. It's 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 10. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 10. The Bible says, But may the God of all grace, who called us to eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a while, perfect, establish, strengthen, and say to you. Let me read it again. What God wants to do after you've gone through what you are going through right now, he says he's going to perfect, he's going to establish, he's going to strengthen, and he's going to say to you. To say to means he's going to make out a compensation for a claim. God is going to turn things around for you. And uh, I was reminded as I was praying over this, I was reminded of the children of Israel in the gospel, I mean, in the book of Joshua chapter four, the Bible says from verse 19 that the people were coming and they were coming up from the Jordan on the 10th day of the first month. They camped in Gilgal and then God told them to still move forward, even though in front of them is River Jordan. And he says, move forward. But this time, 
He said to them, I want you to let the priest go first. And when the, so you chose 12 from among you and they should go in into the waters. And when they get there, they will pick 12 stones inside the river Jordan. But as they step into it, Jordan parted. As they step into it, Jordan parted. That is faith. Listen, God is saying that you will move forward as well. I know we are in a situation whereby everybody is kind of not so sure what is going on in our world today. Most nations are closed down. There is the, the fear of the coronavirus and the pandemic. In fact, there is the scar of the pandemic in the lives of many. Some have lost their husbands. Some have lost their father. Some has lost their wife. Some their children. Some their brother. Some their, you know, pastor. But I come to say to you, the word of the Lord, after you have suffered a while, my God is going to perfect you, is going to establish you, is going to strengthen you, and is going to settle you. And I want you to know, if your case is as dire as you've lost a lot of things because of all this, I believe in my heart that a season of restoration has come now. You are going to step into a season of restoration. God will make out a compensation for your claims. He will pay your debt. You are not going to, you are not going to stand there and be thinking, why am I serving God? God that you serve is a faithful God. He will make sure that he said to you, he always does. Look, when the children of Israel got inside Jordan and they picked 12 stones and they walked out of it, the Lord spoke to them. He said, when your children ask you, what is this stone for? You should tell them, this is a memorial of how God brought us through the Jordan. As overflowing as the river was, it didn't take us away. Listen, you too will have a memorial. You are going to have a testimony. You are going to have a testimony. Nothing that you have done will go unnoticed by God, especially if you are the type that has been going to church. Because I have prayed for some on the phone. I have talked to some individuals and they say, Bishop, they ask us to fast in our church. I fasted. I gave. I served. Now, you are the type that have gone through that, and yet it seems as if you are not going to get to your destination. God sent me to you. You are going to reach your destination. He is ready to change your story. He is ready to put laughter on your face again in the name of Jesus. Maybe your own case is that they have forgotten about you. People have forgotten about you. I come to announce to you that your case is not forgotten before the Lord. There was another man in 1 Samuel chapter 13 that everybody has forgotten about him. In fact, his father forgot him. His name is David. He was the eighth son of the eighth children of Jesse. When Samuel, the, the, the prophet, went to his father, Samuel went there to anoint the king. 
Because God had told Samuel that, go to the house of Jesse. I have chosen for myself a man who will be king in place of Saul. So when, when, when Samuel got to the house of Jesse and he told him his mission, you know what Jesse did? He just brought seven of his children. He said, these are my boys. And, 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 and Eliab was coming forward. As he was coming, Samuel thought, this must be the guy. Tall, handsome, good looking. This must be the guy. He said, surely the Lord's anointed. You know what God said to Samuel? God said, not him. I have refused him. I have refused him. Then one by one, all the seven sons were coming before Samuel. And God would say, no, no, no. Then after all the seven had passed before Samuel, Samuel now asked Jesse, Is this, are these all your children? It was only then that Jesse remembered David. And he said, oh, there was, I see one. The little one, he's kind of a rascal. He's on the field. He's, 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 he's looking after the sheep. You know what Samuel said? No one will sit down until he comes. No one will sit down. I come to say to you, your destiny helper will locate you. No one will sit down. That's a powerful word. In other words, the, everybody will stand. Everything will stop until you are located. Look, I don't know how long it took the person that brought the message to David. I don't know how long it took him. There was no, no phone then, no text. There was no page, paging system. The person had to walk and they were still standing. He walked all the way to meet David where David was looking after the sheep and they were still standing. When he told him, they still had to walk back and they were still standing. And when he came, it was only after David had been anointed before they can sit down. Listen, when God is ready to remember you, he will remember you. Man may have forgotten you, but God sent me to you. He said, I have not forgotten you. You may have been despised. You may have been undermined. You might even have been neglected. You might have been forgotten. But God will personally handle your story. He will make sure that your story change during this season. You know, there is something that always comes to my mind. In a season of, um, of pain, a season that things were, is going down, that is always the time that God always brings out champion. Listen, when the old Israel was, was, was being uh, uh, harassed by the Philistine, and by the name of a giant from Philistine, whose name was Goliath, it was only then that God was able to showcase his hand upon David. I don't know whether your business is the one that has suffered. Maybe it is your home. Maybe it is your ministry. Whatever it is that has suffered during this pandemic, yes. begin to praise God because your season of rising has come again. You are going to rise. You are going to give testimony. You are going to have reason to rejoice. People will rejoice with you. I, I, I believe it in my heart. Even, you know, that, 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 people might have even thought that your, your, your ministry is over. Don't worry. You just hold on to God. Keep confessing the word of God. Keep praising God. Keep doing the right thing. Never, ever think that God has forgotten about you. He said, I have written your name on the palm of my hand. 
and your walls are continually before me. He will not let you down. It may sound as if things are tough right now, but I want you to know, think about it. It was, it is the Marine that always say it. They will say when the going gets tough, the tough gets going. When the going gets tough, the tough get going. Get tough in the world. Get tough in the word of God. The Bible says the book of the law must not depart from your mouth. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. It said meditate in it day and night. The word meditate means to murder. It means to speak. It means to, sometimes it means to roar. You know, it's a Hebrew word, hagar. It means to roar sometimes, which means speak it out. Declare it vociferously. Declare it that Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. A thousand may fall at my side. Ten thousand at my right hand. He shall not come near me. Look, even when everything is going down, remember Romans chapter 8 verse 13. He said, if, if the spirit of him that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, he will raise your mortal body. He will quicken it. I don't, listen, everybody thought it was over when they put Lazarus in the grave. They thought it was over. It was a close case. It, in fact, when Jesus talked to his sister, you know what his sister Martha said? He said, by this time, he's thinking. In other words, it's a stinking situation. Look, the God whom we serve is able to turn stinking situation to a jubilating situation. Amen. I say the God that you serve is able to turn a stinking situation to a dancing situation. Listen, when God turned everything around for, 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 for Lazarus, the people that thought he was already stinking started dancing. They started rejoicing. They started praising God. Listen, you are going to praise God. People are going to dance with you. People are going to rejoice with you. God has not forgotten about you. I can see the clock gone around, but this time it's not going to leave you behind. You are going to be part of the testimony. I will be right back after this. Thank you, Bishop, so much for those words of uplifting encouragement and instruction. Listeners, I know you want to hear more and more is coming. But first, we want to share some important announcements with you. Today at Kingdom Connection Christian Center, we will be giving away free groceries. Yes, free groceries. And you are welcome to come to our drive-through food bank until 2 p.m. today. And join us every Thursday for our drive-through food bank from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. as well. Kingdom Connection is located at 1391 Oswego Street in Aurora, Colorado. And for more information, you may call us at 720-859-1737. Join us live on live stream for all of our services. You can join us on Facebook at Bishop Israel Ade Ajala and on YouTube at Ade Ajala Ministries. Join us tonight at 7 p.m., Sunday at 8.30, 10 a.m., and 11.30 a.m., and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. You can support this radio ministry by going to adayajala.org. That's A-D-E-A-J-A-L-A 
www.thepacific.org and you can support this radio ministry so that more people can be exposed to this powerful word of God and their lives can be changed. Bishop, that indeed was a powerful, powerful word, a word that I know so encouraged me and I know encouraged the body of Christ. Bishop, you shared um, in your message, in the words that you shared, you said that after you have suffered a while, yes. as the word says, then God will perfect you, establish you, strengthen you, and settle you. Yes. But Bishop, sometimes as believers, we get caught up. Yeah. And we get tangled up in the reference of the term a while. A while. In other words, we're watching our clock, we're watching our watches, and we're saying, when God win, mm. how long will I have to endure this? How long will this go on in my life before you deliver me? Mm. Bishop, what can you share with our listeners to help them to understand that God is not a God that's so caught up in time? You see, um, the word a while is not chronos, is oligos. Oligos, that's the Greek word. Well, because if you look at it from Kronos, then you begin to count time. Yes. But it's not Kronos. You know, there are, there, there, there are many ways you look at, at time, you know, from Greek. You can look at it from Kronos, which is where we get chronology, chronological. But this is Oligos. It's, it's, uh, it's degree, not so much in time. After a little while, that is no matter how intense it has become. Because when you look at it from time, as human being, you begin to say, Lord, this has been... But listen, it is not the longevity of it sometimes. It is the severity of it. Yes. You know, you can go through a challenge that is only for one day, and it's like 10 years yes. in severity. But God is not into that. God says, the word is this, no matter how severe, no matter how deep, no matter how grievous the situation is, you know, after you have gone through that grievousness, that intense, that you are going to come out perfected, established, strengthened, and settled. Now, even if we talk at it, look at it from the word chronos, which talks of time. We have to remember that God lives in eternity. Yes. And in eternity, there is no yesterday. There is no tomorrow. Everything is now. We sometimes try to reduce God to our own clock. Yes. Clock that we are using was the invention of man. As far as God is concerned, the issue is today. He says, today, if you would not... You know, harden your heart. Today is the day of salvation. Today, everything you see, when he's talking about faith, he says, now faith. Everything about God is now. What do you do, though, if it seems as if God has forgotten your phone number? God is not replying. Listen, faith does not look at time. Faith looks at God. Faith looks at God. It is the outcome. Listen, sometimes the longevity of the pain makes the testimony more sweet. Amen. The longevity 
of the pain. Even if we look at it from Kronos, the longevity of the pain. Let me give you an example. A woman with the issue of blood. The Bible says she was, she has been in this for 12 years. Now, if it was just 12 months, it will not have wowed us like 12 years. Now, if, if Lazarus was, was dead and in two hours, Jesus got there and got him up, it probably would not have wowed us than yes. four days. You say, what? You know, sometimes the longevity of it. I think about it this way. When you come out, you will forget the pain of the past. Yes. When you come out, you will never remember the pain of the past again. What are the things you must be doing while you are waiting for God to move on your behalf? Number one, you must continue to confess the word of God. Continue to confess the word of God. Don't confess the word of man. Continue to confess the word of God. Look at, let me give you something from Romans chapter 4. Romans chapter 4. I want to read the, from verse 17. The Bible says, as it is written, I have made you a father of many nations in the presence of him who he believed, that is God, who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did, who, contrary to hope, in hope believe, so that he became the father of many nations according to what was spoken. So shall your descendants be. Now watch this verse 19 says, and being not weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead since he was about a hundred years old and the deadness of Sarah's womb. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief. He did not waver with the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God. In other words, what strengthened his faith? Worship. He was yes. giving glory to God. Worship. Do, you see, I, I was sharing with somebody the other time. I said, a man of God was believing uh, many, many years ago, almost, almost 21 years ago or 19 years ago. Uh, 19 years ago, I was believing God for $50,000. And another man of God was believing God for $5 million. And the man of God got his $5 million. And I didn't get my $50,000. So I went to God. I said, God, this man of God got his own $5 million in one week. It's been six months now. I have not gotten my $50,000. You know what God said to me? God said, you do not have enough word to sustain my promise in your spirit like he did. He said, why you focus on the money? He focused on me. Why you focus on how to get the money? He focused on me. And let me do the making it happen. He said, in your own mind, you are calculating. He said, in his mind, he was worshiping. He said, that is the difference between the two of you. You celebrate your worry, but he celebrates me. And I gravitate to the one who celebrates me. Didn't I say to you, worry not? 
Worry not. He didn't worry. He has already believed me. I said, Lord, help me. You see, the, the issue is it is the extent of the word of God in you that will build faith. A lot of people think stop strong-headedness is yes. faith. Strong-headedness is not faith. Strong, strong, I, I'm very strong-willed. It's not faith. Yes. I am stubborn. Faith is not stubbornness. Faith is simple trust in the, in, in the very person who spoke and what he spoke. Bible says Abraham did not waver through unbelief. But if anything, he was praising God. He was worshiping God. I am father of many nations. You know how? He even allowed his name to be changed. He didn't say, God, what will people be saying? I'm calling myself father of many nations. People will be laughing at me. Exalted father is enough. Abraham is enough. They can handle that. You see, the problem we have is we always worry about what people are thinking. Yes. About us. What are they thinking? Maybe they will say I am cuckoo. Maybe they say I am... No, you don't need to worry about that. Keep your focus on God and not on your problem. And this is the only way you will keep your eyes on God when you keep your eyes on the word. Your eyes on the word, your mouth must keep saying it. Peter, as long as he kept his eyes on Jesus, he was walking on water. But the moment he began to look at the circumstances of the wind, he began to sink. Let us learn to wait on the Lord. The Bible says those that wait upon the Lord shall have their strength exchanged. The word renew is exchanged. It means you will exchange his strength for your strength. Not your strength that is pumping more iron into it. It's an exchange of strength. It is a word like a belt. The word weight means those who wrap themselves around the Lord like a belt will have their strength exchanged. When there is an exchange of strength, there will be testimony. I want to pray with you before I go because I believe that we will continue on this next week. But I want to pray over you. I declare right now in the name of Jesus, my brothers, my sisters, my friends that have been listening to me, whatever the enemy has touched in your life, it's your turn for restoration. My God will say to you, my God will perfect you. My God will strengthen you in the mighty name of Jesus. He will bring laughter into your face again. And I declare it is well with you till we meet again next week in Jesus' name. Amen and amen.